0: Hey, Wizzes, you are listening to episode 195 of the Food Biz Wiz podcast. Today, we're covering a topic that comes up over and over again in my DMs the idea of guaranteed sales. In today's quick show, I'm covering what guaranteed sales are and how they're different from consignment sales, why you might offer them, what types of products they're best suited for, and I'm going to give you my two biggest tips for implementing a guaranteed sales offer that's going to keep you from getting screwed over and from losing a whole bunch of money. Are you ready for this? Let's get right into it. I'm Allie Ball, former grocery buyer and retail store manager turned wholesale consultant. In my role on the retail floor, I saw delicious, values-driven brands fail on our shelves simply because they didn't understand the the behind-the-scenes of wholesale. I created the Food Biz Whiz podcast to give you hard-to-access insight from my career in the food industry and the tools and strategies to help you succeed on retail shelves. If you're a committed food founder who's looking to create and grow a packaged products business that positively impacts our food system, puts wealth back into your own hands, and employs members of your local community, you have found the right podcast. Let's do this. The wholesale success system might be just the thing that saves your sanity and your business this year. You can learn the system later this month in my free training. Want to join? Find the registration link in our show notes. If you feel like it's pure luck if a wholesale buyer opens your sales emails or responds to your pitches or places a first order, it's time for a new way. If you do make contact with that buyer, but then you don't hear back and you don't know how or when or why or heck even what to say to get them to finally slot you on the shelf, it's time for a new way. And if you do land on that shelf, but then you leave it up to the store or your broker or your distributor, who, let's be real, has likely promised you the world, if you leave it up to them to get your product into shoppers' baskets, it's time for a new way. Stop leaving your sales success in the hands of others. You are responsible for your success, and you can do it with a simple system in place. It's time to stop playing whack-a-mole in your business. I'm outlining exactly what to do instead and how to put a repeatable, effective sales system in place this season. Are you ready for easy? Click on through to the show notes and save your spot in our Wholesale Success System Workshop. See you there. All right, my wizzes. here we go. This quick episode is going to break down the topic of guaranteed sales, and let's let's get into it. So first off, what the heck are guaranteed sales? I hear people throw this, this word around a lot, and I think there's a bit of misconception around it. So simply put, offering guaranteed sales means that you are going to buy your product back from the store if it doesn't sell sell, and especially if it doesn't sell in an agreed upon amount of time. So that timeline is usually tied to your expiration date. So it's an agreement It's an agreement that you will buy back anything that didn't sell before your product expires on the shelf. Guaranteed sales are not the same as consignment sales, and it's important to know how the two are similar and different. Different. The main difference between them is who pays for the product up front. So, in a guaranteed sales model, you, the brand, you are on the hook here. So, the retailer, yes, does agree to stock and sell your product, just like a normal wholesale relationship. And if they don't sell, again, you are responsible for buying back the unsold inventory and crediting the retailer in some sort of way. This means that the risk of unsold product falls on you, the brand. It doesn't fall on the retailer. In a consignment sales model, the retailer also agrees to sell products on your behalf, but the ownership of the product remains with you, the brand, until they're sold. So the retailer doesn't pay for the products upfront, but in a guaranteed sales model, they do. But in a consignment sales model, they do not pay for the products upfront But instead, they receive a percentage of the sale price as commission if and when your products sell off their shelves. So if your products don't sell, you are also responsible for taking them back and arranging for their disposal. So again, this means the risk of unsold products, again, it falls on you, not the retailer. So tell me if you follow the difference here. So in guaranteed sales, the retailer is still writing a purchase order and paying you for your product first and you're crediting them for what doesn't sell in a consignment sales agreement the retailer is only paying for the product that does sell afterwards and there's no credit system in place now consignment is not very common in the food industry i see it here and there particularly with very small independent stores or gift stores that sell a variety of products not just food So when you're negotiating with retailers about credits and unsold products, you are almost always using a guaranteed sales model. I'll tell you, I probably see a consignment model, I don't know, once every couple of months with our Retail Ready students, but that's not very common. Okay, now that you know what it is, let's talk about when you might offer guaranteed sales and who it's best for. Guaranteed sales is most common with brands who have a short shelf life, such as a fresh-pressed juice company who just has a few days to sell your product, or a sliced bread company who has one week to sell your loaves, or maybe you're a chocolate, a truffle company who has 14 days of shelf life. So let me pause here and say that if you make something that's totally shelf-stable, or even refrigerated stable for months and months and months, like a syrup or miso paste or hot sauce or nut butter, or gosh, even some granolas or anything like that, a snack product line, there's not really any reason to offer guaranteed sales. If your retail outlet, buys a case of your product, let's say you make a case of 12, and they can't sell your product before it expires, let's say you even have a six-month shelf life, if they can't sell 12 bags of your trail mix in six months, then they're clearly the wrong retail partner for you in the first place. Guaranteed sales is not going to solve that. So again, if you have a shorter shelf life, so in my mind that's anything under 45 days for an independent retailer, you may use guaranteed sales as part of your sales strategy. If you've got a longer shelf life, you likely don't need to use this tactic. Sure, you can try it. But again, like I said, guaranteed sales is not going to be the thing that makes or breaks your velocity. So when might you offer guaranteed sales? When do you you bring this up in the sales process with a new retail account? Offering guaranteed sales is a really great way to show a buyer that you stand behind your brand and that you trust that it's going to do well in their store. It gives that buyer more confidence in bringing in your short shelf life product, knowing that they're not going to take a hit to their margin if it doesn't sell. So remember, the risk is totally on you because with guaranteed sales, you are promising to buy back anything that hasn't sold off the shelf. Now, I don't want you, fair warning here, disclaimer. I don't want you just going out and offering guaranteed sales just because you heard it here on the podcast. (laughs) There is a time and a place to use this strategy and you have to be thoughtful and careful so that you don't just go around buying back hundreds of dollars of product every single week. So proceed with caution here. I've got two tips to help you out. So first off, If and when you agree to do guaranteed sales, I recommend negotiating a limited time period that you will buy back the product, especially if you're using guaranteed sales as a tactic for getting a new account to place an opening order. You will likely offer guaranteed sales for somewhere between 30 to 90 days. You don't want to be at year two selling at a store still doing guaranteed sales. So the disclaimer to this is if you are truly a fresh, super, super short shelf life product. When I was a wholesale buyer, we did have a few companies that did guaranteed sales forever and ever with us, but they were typically daily deliveries like bread bakers who dropped off new product every single morning and took back their leftovers, their guaranteed sales on the daily. So that's number one, really making sure that you have an agreed upon limited time period where you're going to do guaranteed sales with your new account. Again, 30 to 90 days feels really good to me. So the second tip, the last tip I have for you here is that you want to set the expectation with the buyer that you have the power, you have the authority to override their orders. So say, for example, that a new buyer places an order for 36 loaves of your bread, which has a one week shelf life. Just because they know that you're going to buy it back if it doesn't sell, right? They want to keep their shelves stocked. So let's say they order 36 loaves of bread, but maybe you've been tracking your sales and you know that they only ever sell half of that, 18 loaves a week. You need to have negotiated the authority to modify their order and protect yourself from so many buybacks. Again, this all goes into those opening conversations with a buyer and setting expectations with your retail partners before you're on the shelf. All of this can be negotiated with that buyer. You guys know my favorite motto. (laughs) Everything is negotiable. We talk about this all the time in Retail Ready, whether you're negotiating with retail partners, brokers, distributors, influencers, everything's negotiable here. Certainly give it a shot. So use this tool of guaranteed sales to work to your advantage. Now, I've got one last thing for you. If you are listening to the show right when it airs, I've got a few free live workshops coming up where I'm teaching our wholesale success system. If you feel like you're throwing ideas against the wall and seeing what sticks when it comes to running your food biz, or maybe you reinvent the wheel with every single new account that you pitch to and you land... I'm inviting you to our live wholesale success system workshop. We've got a few scheduled for mid-May and a few for early June, 2023. So click on through to the show notes for your free invite. Now, Retail Ready students, I know you listen to this podcast too. If you are listening right now, hear me when I say this. You already have the this free workshop content and more, a whole lot more inside of our course curriculum. So if you're tempted to click on through and sign up, I want you to reach out to me instead. Tell me where you're focused this quarter, and I'll direct you back to a specific in-depth module inside of our course content, or I'll give you a past recording of an industry expert call. The Wholesale Success System is the framework that we teach inside of Retail Ready. So if you're a student and you're listening, come back to our course, our engaged community, or a live support call. Just reach out to me, tell me what you're focused on, and I will curate your experience. So for those of you who aren't in Retail Ready, come and join the live workshop with me. You'll leave knowing exactly how to build out a system for landing on more retail shelves this year and for increasing sales once you're there. Find your free RSVP link directly in our show notes. Okay, that is it on guaranteed sales. Do know that there is a nuance to this and different strategies depending on your product, the store, your relationship with a buyer, where you are in that sales cycle, and a whole lot more. So be as thoughtful as possible as you put this into place. Did this episode help you land a new account or did it help you put a new sales strategy in place? If so... Pass along the love by sharing this episode with a fellow food founder. Tag me at It's Alley Ball as you listen or send me a DM or a message on LinkedIn. I would love to know your key takeaway from today's show and what you're going to put in place first. So thank you, as always, for listening. And I hope to see a whole bunch of you at the Wholesale Success System Workshop in mid-May and early June. Grab your spot in the show notes. I'll see you very soon and have a good one. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks for listening to Food Biz Whiz. If you're enjoying this podcast and the tools it gives you for growing your packaged product business, please subscribe so you never miss an episode. From one small business owner to another, I am deeply grateful for your support of this podcast, and I appreciate it when you share it with your fellow food founders, share it on social media, or leave me a review on your listening platform. Ready for more? Find out how we can work together at foodbizwiz.com. I'll see you right back here next week.